Lineup. Lineup. Locked. Locked. Where every day is Sunday. This fantasy football podcast is brought to you by CreatorRank.com. Are you ready for some football? Follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank and find us on Facebook and YouTube. Now, get ready. Ready? And lock it in. And Sunday Night Football is done. It's time to lock it in. Lineup Locked Week 3 waivers coming at you. This is our special waiver episode. It is Matt and I, as always, late on this Sunday evening to bring you the info you need to know so you can get ahead of the competition and put the right claims in so you can keep winning. Matt, happy late Sunday evening to you, my man. How are you doing? Living the dream as always. That was a wild game, wild day of football too. Oh, man, big news to talk about. I know it's all, there's almost more breaking news of injuries to talk about than there are really, um, <laughs> really waiver moves. I mean, you've got the Drew Brees yeah. injury, which is terrible. Uh, I just read on the internet they're thinking it's a UCL, which could possibly be six weeks. Big Ben, we probably won't know till Monday or Tuesday. What's going on right. with him? And then uh, lots of other injuries we'll talk about here in a moment. Also, I learned today that if you turn the Chicago Bulls logo upside down, it looks like a robot having sex with a crab. So that's so that's exciting. And once you see it, you'll not be able to unsee it. <laughs> oh, but honestly, though, if you <laughs> if you're not a dirty mind like me, it looks like a robot reading a book on a table <laughs> as well. So, I mean, there is also. I showed my wife that picture, by the way, without the text, and she said exactly what she said. <laughs> That's great. So, I guess, I guess we know where we stand. <laughs> yes. So, welcome to Lineup Lock. This is a Creator Rank podcast. Matt and I are crazy. We try to make you laugh and give you great information as well. So, Matt and I have come up with our top five for waivers. We're going to power rank. Um... I'm, I kind of cheated a little bit because there are some twosies in my uh, in my top five, and I've got a few bonus players as well for the guys that probably won that won't get a chance at one of the top five because at this point of the I think you agree with me at this point of the year in fantasy everyone's paying attention even the guy that's zero and two especially right now so the number one two threes and four guys they're not making it to the guy that's eight or the guy or gal that's. 9, 10, 11, right? So I've got a few extra just dart throws that I think might be relevant, or maybe not. Like I said, you're churning your last spot, so it's not a big deal anyway. So as always, before we do get uh, down to everything, there's three Twitter handles that I want my listeners to know about so they can follow. First off, if you're not following Creator Rank on Twitter, you need to. It is great. Turn the notifications on. Uh, just awesome information is being tweeted uh, during game time, before the game. Uh, they answer start-sit start sit questions on there, uh, post wide receiver matchups, uh, early Saturday, Sunday mornings. Just a lot of good stuff that will help you with decisions that may be as tough for you. And then Matt and myself also, you can follow me at Tecmo Zach, like the video game, and Matt Reller's his name, M-A-T-T-R-E-L-L-E-R. So, Matt, uh, we're going to throw a disclaimer out, okay? 
And uh, the disclaimer is that we don't know the severity of a lot of the injuries we're about to talk about yet. Uh, There's been not breaking news. It's speculation. There's some things we don't know. So if, obviously, we're going to know a lot more by the time Tuesday night comes when waivers are going to run through early Wednesday morning, right, in the a.m., Matt and and I both have DMs open, so uh, feel free to tweet at us or send us a message. The priorities that we're going to talk about here might change or could possibly even go away. Uh, for instance, I'm going to recommend I pick up a Benny, Stel, Benny Snell here in a minute, and you're not picking him up if Connor's fine. It's just not right. a thing, right? So um, we're, we're, it's definitely volatile with that, but we're just we're talking in the now and right now with what we think. So Matt, I'm going to start with you. Mm-hmm. So you've got five guys right now. So yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna go number one last. So well, I cheated too. I got six. Okay. Well, we'll do we'll do the bonus ones last for our winners. So yeah, sure. who's number five on your list? Number five is, sorry, I didn't number him, so I'm finding it. That's fine. Edo Smith. Edo Smith. All right. So Edo seems to be a sneaky little PPR play, right? Agreed. It's like he's got like an eight-point floor, so that's a... That's well, a, honestly, his t- he's only gotten like one catch in the first week, and I think he only got like two or three tonight. Okay. So I'm not sure it's like full PPR, but I would expect those numbers to go up, especially next week when they play the Colts team, and they gave up a bunch of bunch of stuff to Eckler. So I would guess that he's going to get about half of what Eckler got, which would total about 77 total yards and a touchdown, which seems pretty darn feasible for what we saw tonight. And Judge Ito is 9% owned, according to ESPN. And Correct. why it's a good ad is because he's given you fantasy points. So with the bye weeks coming up, I mean, heck, Lev Bell is if if, if he's going to play tomorrow, but it's his bye in two weeks. You're going to need a body, a running back body, probably to fill in your lineup. And a guy that you know can get you six to eight points and possibly a touch. That's that's a good thing. And he'll be the lead of a committee if something happens to Freeman, him and Brian Hill as well. And he's showing that he's improved a lot. Last year was pretty bad, actually. You know, he was yeah. a, a hot cuff for a moment and really didn't get it done. He looks looks like he's learned and his vision's better, so so I dig it. I dig it a lot. His vision's better, and he looked a lot more explosive, especially tonight against that Eagles front. I thought he ran pretty darn hard. He made a couple of nice moves where it looked like he was creating his own yard. That old line's banged up, too. So I think they're going to need somebody more explosive than what Freeman's shown so far. Right. So that's why I'm, I'm throwing him out there as kind of, hey... I dig it. No, I dig it, man. My number five. My number five. Drum beat. Drum roll. Drum. Drum anonymous. Hip hop anonymous. It's a. It's a. It's it's a cheat. It's the Jags wide receivers. Um, I actually in one of my leagues this morning, someone dropped D.D. Westbrook, which was insane, and now he looks like a genius with his one catch. But anywho, uh, we got we got Garner Minshew with his. Uh, chest hair and gold chain out there throwing dimes to receivers not named Didi. And I checked the usage. DJ Chark is still only 21% owned, and Conley's only 18. People have not yet picked them up. They're still available. That means they're probably available in your league. Yes, you, the listener, right now. They're probably available. Try to get both. Try to get one. I do think Didi will come back. Didi will be fine. 
I do think that that uh, Gardner, and I, th- I know you're probably with me here, has a little bit of a better rapport with those receivers right now. But I think it'll all come the more he plays. But one of those two, and I don't know which one. I know you're Team Conley. I'm Team Both. I think they're both great ads because one of them is going to be fantasy. They're both fantasy viable right now, and that's what you're trying to win is right now. Anyway, we're not thinking about five weeks from now. But one of them is going to continue to be, I think, while they figure out everything else with Didi. Uh, number four for you, who 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 that be? We just kind of touched on him a little bit. Beowulf himself, Gardner Minshew, man. He's only owned in 2.8% of leagues because everybody was scared of the rookie going against Houston this week, apparently. But all he did was go out there and do 23 of 33 for 213, a touch. And he added six rushes for 56 yards. Yes, that's that's powerful right there. That puts him up within the, in the Josh Elling, the Josh Allen streaming uh, situation, and you have you have owners right now who lost Breeze and possibly Ben. You're looking for a quarterback. I, it, Here we I, go. I, I wouldn't hate it, man. I really wouldn't. No, especially he plays on Thursday, and they're at home. I think that's their home opener, right? Against the Titans. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who plays where actually. I know it's at home against the Titans. I just can't remember if they've already played at home yet or not. But that defense has been king on their own game, and I would imagine that they would just assume that Gardner, well, I would hope that they wouldn't assume that Gardner can't throw at this point, but it stands to reason that you might want to key on Fournette, especially on a Thursday night game on the short week. But that O-line's been playing well and gave Mitchell plenty of time to throw deep, so I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be some nice play-action bombs in that one. All right, I dig it. All right, my number four is going to be Darwin Thompson. And this is pure speculation. This could completely change. But Williams was injured, did not finish the game. And Shady also has an ankle injury. And I think you and I both know, we've been playing long enough to know that if Shady's hurt, that it's truly going to be game time decision with him. It normally is. It's normally like you can't practice him at all because he's kind of frail. Um, and unfortunately, most people dropped. I mean, you're talking about this guy was getting drafted, but depending on what time you drafted, between the 7th and 12th round, uh, it was pretty volatile. But still, that's a high draft grade, and everyone dropped him. Right now, Darwin Thompson is only owned at 19% of leagues, according to ESPN. That is stupid. He needs to be on your <laughs> roster because that team does nothing but score points. Are you freaking kidding me, man? Um, he is, he is a priority and the people, we're not going to know what's going on with the two running backs till the end of the week. So this is one to where if you're a winner in the league or, or later on waiver priorities, you might be able to snake him off waivers if he's available. I would definitely check out and see if he's there. All right. Number yeah. three for you. Who is that? DJ Chark. I know you said I was team Conley, but he's not even on my list this week. I okay. just assumed everybody listened to me last week and added him. They didn't apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so DJ Shark is owned in about 21% of leagues and he was 7 of 55 for one and he had nine targets which led the team in week one he was four for a buck 46 and one so I'm guessing some of those deep shots are going DJ Shark's way which he should be about that life especially on a Thursday night oh yes so if you got both of these guys that would be an amazing start to your Thursday or your week just lighten them up on Thursday Oh, yeah, I like it. Ready for a couple of days. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. My number three is the Chiefs wide receivers. And I say that because it seems like it's going to be pretty volatile. Uh, the one the one thing we know is that Mahomes is going to air it out. What, 400 yards today and four touchdowns? I've never seen four touchdowns in a quarter. That happened today. It was, it was wild. It was crazy. 48 and four in one quarter. Yeah, man. Insane. insane. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> so the two receivers are this. I think that I'm going to prioritize personally – I'm going to prioritize, uh, where is my notes? I know that I have it here somewhere. I'm going to prioritize Demarcus Robinson over McCole Hardman. I like both. Uh, Demarcus Robinson's stat line today was 172 yards on six catches with two touchdowns. He's owned in 1% of leagues, so he's definitely available. McCole Hardman is owned in 34% of leagues. Four, uh, he had four receptions, 61 yards with a touchdown, but he also had a 70-yard touchdown called back because of holding. So it could have been a great right. day. I actually started him in a dual flex league. Him and Terry McLaurin were my dual flexes, and I'm very pleased. I I, I did very well with both. It was a showed out, man. Oh, for and I I started carry on and Alvin Kamara who disappointed at the running back spot Why today. Why do people let you in their league? Apparently, I I I take their money. That's what I do. But I uh, that was ballsy little flex starts right there, man. But I yeah, and I started Curtis Samuel on Thursday night, and he did well, did good enough. So looking, it's my advice. Looking good, I, man. I had to. I'm team. I'm team ballsy. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I so, told you I might eat crow on that take. But <laughs> I stand by it, man. So I like both of these guys. They're both. Uh, McCole Hartman got picked up a little bit more. He's probably on as the stats show. Demarcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson will be the hottest. Probably one of the two or three hottest ads I predict, and with Sammy Sammy Watkins took a back seat this week, but I think that's the Raiders. You know, I, I think they took what the Raiders gave them, if that makes sense. So sure. I'm not sure what the Ravens are going to give them. I know the Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes are the number one and two quarterbacks right now. I want uh-huh. I want a piece of that game, so I'm all about picking up one of these guys and starting them. So if I'm putting my waivers in, I'm putting one in for each and hoping I get one or both. I, I'm, I'm doing it, man. I'm going all in because you never know. It only takes one pass from a Holmes to be a double-digit score. Like, yeah. yeah. All right, so give me your number two. Number two is Debo Samuel. Ooh. He's in about 13% of leagues. He went 5 of 87 for one, seven targets, led the team. That offense is finally starting to gel, and they get to face a Steelers secondary that has struggled against the deep throw. So I would imagine Debo is going to have a nice little day on Sunday. And to piggyback off that, you can cut Dante Pettis now. Agreed. Debo, Debo's the dude. And it sucks because yep. this morning I was looking at waivers in that same league that I'm telling you about right now, right? And Debo is available. And I have him in another league, but... I have A.J. Brown, and I'm like, oh, I want to see what A.J. Brown does today, but they don't pass a lot. I'm thinking I want to drop him for Debo. I'm like, but I have Pettis. I don't want two 49ers there. Let me see what happens. And I should have went with my gut. My gut was to cut Debo for Pettis right then and there. I didn't do it. And now I, because I'll be 2-0, and I will not have a chance to get him probably this week. So that sucks. And I'm really weak at wide receiver in that league, as you see, when you're flexing two rookies off straight balls. That's uh, that's not going to work out for you every single week, right? Even though uh, Scary Terry looked phenomenal, by the way. Hey, man. He's the real deal. He is. He is. If he's not picked up, he's owned in a lot of leagues. It's is is his is not enough though. 
I, th- I think he's owned in like. Something interesting about that whole performance, though, is that Cowboys uh, corner that was on him. Byron Jones. Allowed exactly one pass the week before. Yeah. And then all McLaurin does is go out and torch him for five and 65 and one. He's a special player, man. I think he's going to be an every, an every week flex. Agreed. I, I really do. Just looking his way a ton. He's only owned in 38% of leagues. So he's still he's a waiver candidate also, even though we talked about him last week. He feels week. like a cheat code to this though. So. He does because we I would hope our listeners know better and already got him, so we don't yeah. need to talk about him. But he he would be number one on my list. He's my one A. And he's uh, owned in most of the leagues I'm in because I picked him up everywhere. Yeah, I got him in I got him in two <laughs> leagues. So he's picked up in every league I'm in. So yeah. my number two is going to be the Pittsburgh running backs. Now, this is speculative. Connor did not finish the game. Um, I know that Jalen Samuels is not owned in every single league. A lot of people have dropped him just because injuries start happening and everything else. He's only in 25% of leagues right now. And Snell is only in 3%. Snell had one run for 23 yards and actually looked all right like he's got a little juice. Pittsburgh yeah. likes to run the ball. San Francisco is their opponent next week, and they've been stopping the run. But that being said, Pittsburgh is who they are, just like we talked about yeah. off this, so the running's going to happen. Yeah. So there's something to pay close attention to because I would never in my right mind recommend picking up Benny Snell over a Chiefs wide receiver ever. But if Connor's not playing, he's an, he's a, it's an instant flex for both of these guys because they showed they're probably going to use two running backs there. So right. I think be a split. it's not going to be one over the other. I don't think. So I I say that you prioritize both guys. Samuel's the number one there is who you want over Snell. Snell's number two. Snell would be the guy that personally I would only be playing in my flex if I was really really desperate. But I w- it's worth rostering if he's got a going to be touching the ball for sure. Curious question with the running backs you've mentioned so far. Would you prioritize Pittsburgh ahead of Darwin? Pittsburgh running backs? Yeah. Right now, yes. I would yeah. let's put it this way. I would do it like if I was setting my waiver right now, I would do Samuels, Chiefs wide receivers, Darwin, then Snell. Gotcha. But I just I'm putting them in one and the same right now because I think you want to try right. to get one of them. Because they're gonna get sure. play and get you points. And then uh, who's yeah. your who's your number one? Who's your who's your Huckleberry this week? My number one is the guy you've already talked about. It's McCole Hardman. Uh, he's owned in 34, or, yeah, 34% of leagues. We said that. He was four for 61 and one, six targets, and he did have that 70-yard bomb called back, which was questionable. Uh, <laughs> it is a really potent offense. They face Baltimore. Something about that Demarcus Robinson scares me, and I'm not sure what it is. Um, well, there's the fact that he... He just seems like that dude that everybody's going to pick up and then is going to drop the exact next week when it's the Watkins Hardman show. Right. So I do. Th- I am with you. Hardman over him in, in that regard. I'm with you that I do think that Hardman's going to have a little bit more staying power and that uh, Demarcus Robinson could be the Sammy Watkins of that last week where he has a ballsy game and then gets 40 yards next week. But his right. catches were money, bro. Uh, it, no, he did I'm not, look good. I'm not knocking his talent at all. He just seems like that dude that everybody picks up, a la John Ross, that just doesn't quite do it for you the next week, and right. then you get bummed. 
Well, John Ross got 22 points this week. It came in garbage time, but I'll take it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was <laughs> like <laughs> it was like four points before that. It was rough. It was looking real nasty. It was looking, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, were looking good before that. <laughs> and my uh, my number one pick is Debo Samuel. Debo yeah. is a baller and is going to be an every week starter, just like Terry McLaurin. And Terry McLaurin is my number one as well. Check your waivers if he wasn't picked up. Apparently, he's not. Get him too. But uh, Debo Samuel is a straight baller. Uh, I heard, you know, Torrey Holt say amazing things about him. Obviously, Torrey Holt's a Hall of Fame receiver that I respect very much. So hearing his words about him and his praise was a guy that I tried to get a part of in leagues. And like I said, he is just a straight baller, man. And I'm excited to see what he does. And he clearly, even when uh, Pettis is the one that's going to lose even more, I think, when Trent Taylor finally comes back. Debo, I think, has earned it and locked in, and he's straight balling. He's my number one. Debo Samuel is owned in, let's see if I can find the number. Uh, He's owned in 13.2% of leagues. Another wide receiver that you can drop is Dante Moncrief, by the way. He had a drop, another drop today, and was benched. And was benched. It's just not working. And Big Ben... I did, I'm, I'm hearing not good things. So I know ben, right. Big Ben's a little bit of a dramatic, but I don't want Moncrief on my team. Him and Pettis, cut. They're gone. Corey yep. Davis, cut him. Goodbye. Sayonara. <laughs> so I have a few bonus players that I want to talk about yep. real quick. Um, sure. These are the guys. Unfortunately, if you're 2-0 and right now, you're it's kind of slim pickings for what falls to you on waivers unless you're doing fab. Right, and a lot of people don't do the fab leagues. Most people just do the traditional waiver order. So I've got four guys that I think that you should try to just pick up and let's see what happens. This is my pick and pray. Uh, my number nine is Ito. Actually, um, you know you have him as your number five. I think he's worth a roster for sure. He shouldn't be on waivers. My number eight is Gus Edwards. The Ravens are going to continue to run. Mark Ingram was questionable all week, left the game, came back, didn't look good. Neither did Gus today. What's up? Was it his back that took him out? I think so. Gus Edwards had 17 rushes for 50 yards week one, which isn't great, but volume is king in running. Mm -hmm. And Justice Hill's not yet getting the play that we would want. I'm not sure if it's the the pass protection or what that is. So, I think he's a guy. Yeah, I think he's a guy that we need to get rostered on on teams in case something happens to Ingram. I think he's a good cuff right now. Maybe not week ten because I think Justice Hill eventually is the guy. But Gus Edwards is worth is worth owning. I was just gonna ask you, would you drop Justice Hill for him? No, I would not. I would I would hold Justice Hill. I, I'm all about having at least one lottery ticket per roster. Like one guy that you just hold on to regardless yeah. if you can, if you can survive it through the through the week. So I would not cut Justice Hill for Gus Edwards because I think when it's – if something happened to Ingram and if it was Gus and Justice, I think Justice eventually after two or three games will take the role over is what I think. And then uh, number seven for me, another guy, is Preston Williams. Two weeks of with 10 points in PPR. Uh, the B- Dolphins are a bad team, and they play Dallas next week. Dallas has given up some passing yards, man. I think that it, I think he could be a sneaky flex play. He's he's getting sixty yards every game, yep. and and then uh, my speculative hail mary of the week 
This is one of my favorite ads that I'm probably going to get in like two or three uh, leagues this week is Deontay Johnson on the Steelers. I think that James Washington, it's James Washington, correct? Yeah, I think that James Washington and Deontay Johnson are going to be fantasy relevant within the next two weeks with possibly no Big Ben, with Juju getting number one coverage right now. I think that you could do worse than these two guys. Obviously, I would rather have Washington, and especially with him and Rudolph's connection that goes back to college. But he's in, he's already owned, so here, there's a few yeah. leagues that he's available in. So check your waivers if he's there. Scoop him up. He's up there with Debo for me if, if he's available, right? I, right. I think Debo... Yeah, he's Debo owned in like 20% of leagues. Right, so, but uh, Deontay's not owned. Deontay's not, Deontay's not yeah. owned, period. So if you're a guy who won and you're on week 12, it's worth a speculative ad. Because this could be the guy that we're talking about next week. Yep. Do you have a bonus for anybody? I sure do. Geronimo Allison also kind of feels like a cheat code of this because he's owned in 39% of leagues. Right. But he was 4 of 25 for one on six targets, which finished on like fourth on the team for targets. They face the Broncos' quick defense. They have a really good pass rush. The O-line for Green Bay has looked... Not great. <laughs> so I would imagine Rodgers is going to need to get the ball out pretty quick, and I think that only kind of plays into Geronimo's strengths. So I think he should be a nice little flyer starting for a week, see what happens. You can always turn him if he doesn't do anything next week. Yeah, and he was he was like eight people put valuable draft stock into him. He was probably 80% rostered last week <laughs> and became very right. – he was one of the more dropped people right now. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't he didn't see a target in the first game, so I kind of understand it. But that's the Bears' D, man. Right. They were not giving him – Rodgers any time to find anybody, it felt like. So. No, no, really that – there was that one minute and 20 second drive and that was it. Right, that long bomb to law firm and, the, yeah. <laughs> and then the touchdown to Jimmy and that was all she wrote. So something for our listeners. Yeah, more time this this week. Yeah, for real. Well, so so went away for like three quarters. So would you agree that our listeners, the thing to watch the most this week is Steelers. Period with injuries. What's going on with Big Ben? What's going on with Connor? And then Great. obviously Breeze. Man, he had a thumb wrap. Sounds like he's going to be out a minute. Six this, weeks. I'm seeing six to nine weeks. Yeah. Ugh. That's not, not good, good, man. That's not good at all. Some, so it makes sense that he's going to be out that long. And Ben, it's his elbow, right? Yeah. Throwing elbow? Not good. Yeah, we'll um, see. We'll I would also kind of monitor Devin Singletary. He left the game with a hammy. Right. With like five minutes left. It sounded like Frank Gore played it off in his post-game interview. I don't know, though. Like, there's something about a hamstring on an explosive running bag that makes me nervous. So I would keep peeking at the practice reports on him. Too. Yeah, that could add anyone, but I would peek at it. I would rather add all of these guys over Frank Gore, and Frank Gore is widely available still, by the way. Yeah, but yeah. I just—it's just not looking good, man. The running back I want is Josh Allen on that team. If Singletary's not playing, <laughs> <laughs> agreed. So. So I think that's it, man. Do you have anything you want to close and say? Or are we uh, we gold? Yeah, I would. The only thing I'm going to say it every week is just we're making all these suggestions on who to add. Just watch who gets dropped. Somebody's going to do something stupid. 
take advantage of somebody who's dropping somebody they shouldn't. For sure, and and if our listeners as well, don't hesitate to reach out if you want, if you don't know who to drop. That's a that's right. a common that's a common that's like you look at your team and you always value something way more when it's in your possession, right? And it's hard to pull the trigger on a pet. It's like look at me this morning, right? Because I don't want to be I don't want to throw them out to the wolves and somebody else get them. That that was my whole thing, and now I wish I would have. So right. sometimes it's it's tough, man, and and that, that's what we're here for. And um, I think that I think that we do give pretty good advice because we always communicate as a wolf pack, our little four man group. So it's not just me giving my one man opinion a lot of times. Yeah, no, it's yeah, us conferring. We talk and everything else, so yeah, it's a, our way. We'll all kick it around. We'll give you back the best advice we can. We generally vote. It's like me if I think something and I, and I I stand strong with it, but the all three don't agree. What happens? I'm like, all right, man, you got to go with the group. I mean, it, that's 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 the most that's the way it is. That's what we have. That's what we have our little our little group, you know. So I'm I'm pumped, man. I can't wait for week three. I think that uh, I think we hit the nail on the head, man. I think whenever all the articles come out on all the websites for later tonight or tomorrow for waivers, I think we I think we knock this episode out of the park, bro. I think we're gonna be I think we're gonna be pretty close on what needs to be added. So uh, set those waivers, get on it. And uh, don't be uh, don't be afraid to to reach out so that you can uh, keep winning. That's it. This is the waiver wire episode of Lineup Locked. We are out. Later. <laughs>